Welcome to the Financial Bites Podcast. I'm here to share news and numbers important to social media creators, influencers, entrepreneurs, business owners, and anyone else. And I do this in bite-sized podcasts. Are you an accountant or are you responsible to maintain the QuickBooks file for your company? If so, did you know that they're changing a rule that we have had in place for 40 years on how to record the expense related to your office lease? If not, listen up. We're going to talk about this further today. Hi, my name is Chris Passmore and I'm your social media CPA. So, if you didn't know, the FASB issued a new rule a few years ago called ASC 842 and this was one of the most significant changes to the accounting and bookkeeping rules that I have I've ever seen in my entire career and as I mentioned a second ago it changed a rule an accounting rule we have had in place for 40 years so it's almost guaranteed that if you're an accountant, a bookkeeper, or you are in charge of your company's QuickBooks file, you were taught the old rules and it's completely changed. And for privately held companies, that rule is in effect on January 1st, 2022. So just in a few months. So we only have a few more months to get ready. And because the rules are changing so significantly, if you still record your office lease through building rent without any other changes, then I can tell you right now, everyone who looks at your financial statements are going to know that they are dated and they need to be updated. So the impact of this new rule the change that you will have to learn is that the lease that you used to record through office expense and nothing else will now go on to your balance sheet. So this is your company's statement of financial position as of a point in time. And that office lease that you have for the next five to seven years will be converted into an asset that will significantly increase your total assets and significantly increase your total liabilities. Deloitte & Touche, one of the largest public accounting firms in the world, has estimated that the total increase in assets for S&P companies is approximately $2 trillion. So in a 24-hour period, December 31st to the effective date of the new standard, ASC 842, there will be $2 trillion of new assets that didn't exist a few hours ago and it's all because of a change in the bookkeeping rules. So let's talk briefly at a high level about the new rules that are in place effective January 1st, 2022. So under the new model, there will be two distinct types of leases. There is the first bucket, which is your operating lease, and the second bucket, which is your finance lease. And for those accountants out there, finance lease is the equivalent of the old capital lease. It's basically the same concept. 
But under the old rules, the only asset that ended on your balance sheet was your finance lease or what was previously known as your capital lease. Now, both types of leases will end up on your balance sheet with one small exception. Generally, if the leasing arrangement is 12 months or less, you do not have to record this as an asset and a liability. So now that you have to put both of these types of leases on your balance sheet, how do you calculate that amount? What is the method to determine the value? So you first start with the liability. This is what you would call your lease liability. And the calculation of that lease liability is the present value of all future lease payments. So if you're good in Excel, you probably know the PV function, but you would calculate the present value of those future lease payments over the duration of the lease. So if it's a five-year lease, you would take the present value of those payments over the next 60 months. And that would create your lease liability, the new obligation that you're gonna put onto your balance sheet that wasn't there before. So the asset that is created with the same amount will be now called your right of use asset. That's a, called an ROU asset. So that would be your debit to this new transaction you would debit the right of use asset for the present value of the future lease payments and then you would have a lease liability for that same amount. And then over the duration of the lease you would recognize a straight line amount of rent over the subsequent lease period. It would be the same amount each month. So you can imagine a scenario with the total liability is $1,200, it's over 12 months, you would recognize $100 a month on an equal basis over that lease term. And oftentimes that wouldn't necessarily coincide with the actual amount because we all know leases tend to have escalating payment amounts. And then for your finance lease, the good news here, if you're familiar with capital lease, the concept is fairly similar under a finance lease where you do have interest and amortization expense using the effective interest method. So how do we do this on January 1st, 2022? The FASB has pronounced that you can use a modified retrospective approach. You're probably thinking, what the heck is that? So it means that as of January 1st, for all the lease arrangements that are currently in place, you have to calculate what that accounting entry would be as of January 1st, and that change, because you have to bring on those assets and the liabilities, would go to your retained earnings account. And then going forward, you would follow the new guidance. Well, I hope you have found this information useful. Again, this is the most significant change I've seen in accounting, accounting guidance in my entire career, and it drastically changes what every single balance sheet will look like for all public and privately held companies. And when I look at my clients' financial statements next year or prospective clients or friends and families, if I don't see that asset on the books, I'm gonna know that they are mistaken and need to be corrected. And that's important because 
a number of parties will, may look at your financial statements. That could be your banker, uh, that could be your tax preparer. So they're all going to know that this still needs to be implemented and that's why you need to start preparing for that now. So please like and subscribe. I appreciate your support as I continue to build out my brand. And you can always find me on my website. That's socialmediacpa.com where I'm regularly posting new videos, new podcasts and content on tax matters, financial accounting, and general business. hope you enjoyed that episode of the Financial Bites podcast. Check back regularly for important accounting, tax, and business tips for you in your business.